Hello, you're listening to Track by Track, the Trash Music Podcast, with me, Dan Bull, editor of Trash, which you can find at movetotrash.co.uk, and... Me, Will Warren, music enthusiast and contributor to Trash. And on the turntable this week, we've got You've Come a Long Way, Baby, by Fatboy Slim. A.K.A. Norman Cook. Yes. It's Fatboy Slim. And I've been personally looking forward to this episode. Uh, and I've also personally been looking forward to it, <laughs> so uh, together we've been... In person, looking forward to it. There's lots to discuss, uh, not just with Fatboy Slim, but with Norman Cook's body of work today, because he's done a lot. Yes, absolutely. From, I think, the earliest part of his music career was with the House Martins, the band that gave us Happy Hour. Is that... You've got some House Martins in the room. Oh, right. <laughs> and their song, Caravan of Love, is probably their most known song as well. Um, and that was, of course, with... Paul Heaton, who went on to form The Beautiful South uh, and now has a very successful career with Jackie Abbott. And you're a big fan of Paul Heaton and Jackie Abbott. Oh, apps. I think I've seen them live eight or nine times. I love them. And they do perform House Martin songs when they perform together. So uh, it's fantastic. But what I love about that even more so is that their, their sound still has real similarities with the House Martins, whereas Fatboy Slim's sound or whatever pseudonym Norman Cook is using because there have been various... Uh, is worlds apart, isn't it? So Norman Cook has gone by Fatboy Slim, uh, or House Martins, also Pizza Man, Mighty Dubcat, part of Beats International, the Brighton Port Authority. Uh, so so many different things, and I think we'll try and squeeze in as much as we can. Yeah, today there really is a lot to discuss because this is a it's an eleven track album, but. So many samples, so many influences. So with so and his much... remix work as well, actually. Yes, which we might touch upon later. Uh, but first of all, to if you don't know, uh, if you're not familiar with Fatboy Slim, we are talking about, of course, Norman Cook. So born in Bromley in 1963. Hopefully you won't mind me saying that he's a very youthful 53. Very youthful. Uh, because he's still very hardworking, uh, still, still recording, still uh, performing. DJing. He's had a long career in the UK. Uh, also f- was famously married to Zoe Ball. Yes. Uh, and they have a child, uh, two children actually together. Woody, the oldest, I believe. Yes, who you might have seen recently in The Circle. Yes, and didn't he do well? No, no there's a question. <laughs> I, I mean, yeah, just personally. You know, I, don't, I don't want to comment on how well he did on the show because that's by the by. But... Um... As, as a person, didn't do great. But how well did he do? Well, I don't really measure that in merit. But where did he come? We don't know because we're not there yet. <laughs> and, and I'm not watching it. He seems to be a very well brought up young man. Yes. Uh, and Norman uh, Cook, uh, he's very much associated with Brighton. Yes. As well. His huge Brighton parties, his raves. I think he did one, there was one particular one he did on the beach where literally hundreds of thousands of people flocked into the city. It was a real kind of like a homecoming celebration for him. And have you seen him live yourself? I haven't had the pleasure. You know, even at Glastonbury, he's there every year. In the, sometimes in the um, Arcadia. Yeah, but you almost don't know where he's going to be, when he's going to be. And That's it's true, one of those yeah. things, it's a lovely discovery. Yeah. I, I did see him one year in Arcadia when it was the Massive Spider, uh, which was good, but... Better than that, he headlined festival one year when I was there and did a, a sort of a special, I think it was their 15th birthday, it was the Desert Island Disco year, I believe. And he, yeah, he did this uh, 
special one-off set which uh, comprised all his greatest hits and then some of the remixes he's done and then some other bits and bobs as well. It was, what a fun night it was. And it was very strange to see him sort of on the headline of the main stage when you would normally expect to see him more in the dance village. Yes, absolutely. And I just, I've just, uh, I was just reading earlier, and he was raised and went to school in Rygate, which is interesting because I've got some family connection there. Oh, yeah, it's interesting. Should have got them. As interesting guests. for me. Yeah, not me or probably anyone else listening, <laughs> apart from your family. Uh, hello. So we have uh, got a lot to talk about today. I didn't say that every week, don't I? Yeah. So we've got a lot to get through. One week, you're going to say, we've not really got much to get through this week. Are we doing an EP that week? Yeah. Uh, but I think, yeah, it's such a rich, uh, detailed career of remixes uh, and production and being part of different groups and things that uh, I think, I hope the editing fairies have had their sleep because I think they're going to be busy with this episode. <laughs> yeah, I think it's a great time to jump into it because... There are going to be so many memories, and this album really was a sign of the times, a soundtrack for uh, 98, 99, so let's get stuck in. So, side one, track one, and we are going to kick off with Right Here, Right Now. right now there and what a barnstorming start to this if i was into dance music culture which i which i like to say i am a little bit yeah. there's a brilliant drop into the start of that song yes there is it's and the way it builds to it with the strings it's very it's a really atmospheric song i think one of the more atmospheric songs of the album uh, and there are many kind of different flavors in here but i think the strings in this really play a part and they are sampled, I mean, the samples galore in this album, of course. But the strings are sampled uh, from a song called Ashes, the Rain and I, uh, performed by the James Gang. And maybe if we're lucky, uh, we might hear a little bit of that now. Just a smidgen. there we are that was the origin of that and i have to say the album version of this weighs in at a meaty six minutes 27 yeah and i think we're gonna i say i think like i don't know we're definitely gonna come across a few well-known songs that here on the album are elongated thankfully for you listening we only ever play 30 seconds because uh, it'd be quite a meaty episode and there was a radio edit of this, but I think actually I enjoy every last six minutes and 27 seconds of that. Yeah, you, you just it, it just sort of swirls around you, I think, this song. So this was 1999, this came out. It got to number two in the charts. Mm. Dan, we always do this when a song gets to number two, but do you know who beat this song to number one? Often I don't, but this week I do because I really have done my homework. It was uh, your favourite, Four Boys, five at the time. Uh, oh, uh, Orange Orange. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, it was Westlife. Westlife. It's Where Is Again, their debut single. Uh, which was such a shame. Yeah, I mean, if you look back at the two songs and which had a bigger cultural impact, Westlife was really- it, yes. <laughs> We're joking, of course. This is one of, one of Fatboy Sim's iconic tracks. 
Uh, and, you know, to get to number two in the charts back in 99, uh, which was probably a peak year for single buying before things started to, dare I say, peter out in the single buying charts. Oh, he's not pulled up, has he, already? Not yet, not yet. Uh, he's uh, just still finishing his milk round. I saw a milk float today. Really? Yeah, in central London. Are, we, are, you, are you in Goodnight Sweetheart? <laughs> I mean, carry on uh, on the doorstep. <laughs> uh, this was also... Uh, a, there was, it was remade by DJ ATFC uh, with One Fat Diva, with vocals by a diva, and it was reworked as In and Out of My Life, and it got to no, that got to number 11 in the singles charts. And, uh, you know, let's go on, let's have a little bit of that as well. Well, that was a lot housier. Yeah, I'd forgotten about that song until we did this episode, and I do remember it at the time. I remember, what year was that? Well, Dan, interesting enough, it was also 1999. Really? Yeah. Oh, I thought that came later. Jumped on the bandwagon. Hmm. bit cheeky, really. I enjoyed it, though, to be honest. It'd be interesting to hear what Norman thought of it. Hmm. Now, this did have an iconic video as well. Do you remember the video? I can remember the video. It told the story of a few hundred billion years in a few minutes uh, and sort of the evolution of man. Um, and this was done by a company called Hammer and Tongs, made up of Garth Jennings and Nick Goldsmith. And they created some iconic videos from this time. So, do you remember Blur's Coffee and TV? Yes. The milk cartons, really uh, quite heartbreaking. Uh, and Supergrass's Pumping on Your Stereo. Yes. The huge sort of Muppets. Uh, all very much of of their time it certainly conjures up memories of this. I meant to say at the start, but this whole album and some of the songs you just referenced just remind me about being at university. Yeah, and they remind me of being in kindergarten. Really? No. <laughs> of course not. No. Uh, 99 as in year nine. Right. Track two? Yes. So this is Rockefeller Went on a bit. Um, no, I'm joking. That has a brilliant breakdown, and the anticipation in that build-up for that drop is just huge. Yeah, and I was listening to this uh, today on the way here to Track by Track Towers, get myself in the mood for the album, and that bit, I was just remember, I'm sure there have been various nights out, and that song comes on, and that bit of a slow down and break comes on, and everyone's dancing just moves to sort of replicate what's happening on the record which is quite wonderful actually so i must mention as well i did mention on the last track right here right now was the fourth single to be released uh, and this was the first single to be released off this album which got to number six in the uk singles charts in 98 june 98 and this of course was uh i think we mentioned it before fatboy slim or norman cooks as fatboy slim's second album better living through chemistry came first this really did feel like a major step forward in 
just more commercial music, I think. I think he was really experimenting with his big beat sounds. So this was, I was going to say, this is his sounds that he really got went home with on this album was the big beat sounds. And he had that club, didn't he? The big beat boutique, wasn't it? Uh, oh, I don't know about that. Um, I think it was in Brighton that was kind of his home to the music that he loved. But this big beat sound really was his, uh, his niche. Mm. So this song, again, lots of samples. This song actually features four samples. Um, so you have the song Sliced Tomatoes by Just Brothers. You have uh, I Fought the Law by the Bobby Fuller Fours. Um, a song by John Barry and his orchestra called Beat Girl. Uh, and a guitar line uh, from Peter Gunn by Art of Noise. Now, that's a fantastic mashup. And the bit that stands out for me, just in, sort of in reading that, is that John Barry, of course, famous for the James Bond theme, uh, plays a part in that. And I think with the guitar, and that, if you think about that iconic 007 theme, that you can really pick up on that in there. But only when after knowing it, if that makes sense. Mm. Yes, the iconic 007 theme. <laughs> But because of all of that, um, and all so many royalties having to be having to be divvied out, Norman took no money from this song. Oh, good for him because it's a great showcase for his skill as yeah. a producer. Just and to combine four different elements, you know, Richard X wouldn't have done that. <laughs> oh, he's a friend of the podcast, so you shouldn't really slag him off. Uh, I'm not. No, no, no. Just a, just a statement. Mm. But uh, we love you, Richard. We do. We really do. So track three. And this is f***ing in heaven. So, I was so sorry about that. Yeah, quite a potty mouth. But I really liked how you said f***ing in heaven. Oh, I can do it as well. F***ing in heaven. Oh. Yeah, it's good, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. Uh, but I f***ing love that song. Oh, that's enough. Quite enough of that. <laughs> sorry. So uh, I can tell you this time the sample in this song is from a song by the Jaggers and it's called The Rapper. Mm, I my... don't know what that is either. Well. <laughs> Listeners. My memory of this song is that my brother received this album for Christmas uh, it must be in 98. He was only born in 88, so he'd only been 10 at the time. So an ill-judged present from uh, whichever family ever got him that. And he played this track on repeat while you were all eating a Christmas dinner. <laughs> <laughs> and I, my dad heard him playing it, and he, I think he banned him from, from playing the album because he didn't realise his song was on it. The worst part was, of course, my dad was the worst wearer of the lot. Well, yes, but he had expectations for his sons. Mm. Sadly, his and, for me didn't... Uh... If he could hear you now. What, on a worldwide renowned podcast? Well, we do have a lot of listeners mm. across the world. Yes. Hello. Hello. Uh, bonjour. Guten Tag. So this was this is the first track on the album that's not, uh, there wasn't a single. But at the same time, still very familiar. Uh, I had listened to this track for a long time before we were getting ready for this uh episode and again it just brought it back it reminds me so not just of a time like 1999 
being university, it also reminds me of, do you remember, it might be before your time, the sitcom Spaced that was on Channel 4? I think we spoke about that a few weeks ago. Yeah, with uh, Simon Pegg, Jessica Hines and a, and a cast of thousands mm. uh, who are now doing amazing things. You know, this sort of, the big beat music, dance music, indie music was a soundtrack. The music was such a big part of that show. And so when I listen to a track like that, it rem- also reminds me of some of the brilliant other cultural moments that were happening around the same time. And I love how this is a great example of a track where you don't hear it for a long time, but you just know all the words. <laughs> uh, in America, this was just called In Heaven. Oh, that would have been much nicer. Mm. Not as not as big on swearing there, I don't think, are they? And in fact, we, we have some American listeners, so please do let us know. If we offended y'all. you. Yes. Or if well, we, we Fatboy Slim offended yeah, you. We bleeped yeah, we bleeped ours out. And actually, you know, hopefully the editing fairies will find 30 seconds of that without any swearing in. Uh, good luck to them. Yes. Is there a radio edit of that? Uh, no, because it wasn't a single. No. Such a shame. Right, track number four then. This is Gangster Tripping. That was Gangster Trippin'. I really like how that song, particularly the last few minutes, which obviously we're not going to play all of it, but it kind of it becomes a little bit more poppy, a little bit more playful towards the end. I love this track. I love the build-up as well. Um, and I just think it is probably one of my favourite songs on this album. Yeah. It's very, there's like there's bits of brass in Of course, there's many, many samples once again. But there's bits of brass in here which make me think of uh, Jungle. Are you a fan of Jungle? The band, not the genre? I'm a fan of Jungle, the group. Mm. Yeah, very much so. Um, and yeah, I felt that kind of same groove as you'd get with Time or Julia or something like that. Uh, can I just say that I really enjoyed your... Uh, I think you were doing miming some like scratching while that was on. Thank well. you, yeah. And, my, um, and one hand on my pretend headphone. Mm. Oh, it's the, it's the dance move from uh, S Club 7's Don't Stop Moving. <laughs> to be quite precise. Ah, oh, and I was trying to give you a little bit, a little bit of an inch to be a bit credible. Oh, I, I wouldn't know what to do with it. No, so it's just disappeared. This was uh, number three. This got to in the charts, uh, and this was the second single from the album to be released. And I just like how what what are they actually saying in the because it's what what we're doing with the Fat Boy Slim is that it? I don't know. Have you not have you not looked up the lyrics? Uh, wouldn't I'd prefer to keep my own interpretation. That's the they're the lines I've said for twenty one years. So <laughs> what we're doing with it? What we're doing with it? What we're doing with a fat boy slim? Maybe, maybe. And uh, uh, Dan, uh, quite a few samples again here. Would you care to uh, garnish us with the details? Garnish? Is it a salad? Uh, so we have got entropy from uh, DJ Shadow, wordplay, and the turntablist anthem by the Executioners. Beatbox Wash by the Dust Junkies and you I did should have it. said that. Uh, so yeah. Beatbox Wash by the Dust Junkies. <laughs> and you did it by Anne Robinson. Not 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 who you're <laughs> thinking of. Not who you're thinking of. Uh, of all the samples I've said, that one probably was the weakest thing. <laughs> uh, but what a song. Fantastic song. And remember the video? Yes. It was uh, 
lots of things exploding. Lots of, uh, I think furniture was the sofas and sideboards and whatnot. Petrol bomb in D- DFS. <laughs> Which uh, would be quite a tragedy, really, if that happened. Really. Yeah, lots of very cheaply made soft furnishings going up like a... House on fire. Yeah. Or a mock house on fire. Yeah. Showroom on fire. How <laughs> <laughs> you got there in the end. <laughs> and Will, actually, I think this episode, we've got more samples and sound effects than any other in homage to Fatboy Slim. Yeah, because it wouldn't be right if we just did, uh, did it vanilla. No. I think because we might not get another chance to talk about it. So apologies, Norman Cook, if you're listening, but No Way by No Way by Vanilla um is amazing and horrendous at the same time. If only for a very particular bit with some bum notes in. If you tempt me with your charms You can hold me Oh, that makes, was, uh, makes Sarah Harding look like a young Charlotte Church. Uh, <laughs> anyway, we'll move quickly on from that, but I just had to shoehorn that in to this week's episode. We've shoehorned enough else into it. Uh, well, it's track five next. And we're on to build it up, tear it down. So that was build it up, tear it down. And Dan, can you believe there are six different samples in this track? Really? Yeah. So you've got I'll just quickly run through them: uh, the acid test by Purple Fox, Tobacco Road by Egg Burden and More, Eric Burden and More. Sorry, Feeling So Good uh, by the Archies, Philly Dog by Ike Turner and the Kings of Rhythm, Join the Gang by David Bowie, and Pretty Before I Go to Bed by Raven. I mean, it's just simply mind blowing that a song like this, which with no disrespect intended, I think it is one of, it does sound in parts one of the most simplistic, one of the most repetitive. Um, but in actual fact, it's one of the most complex. Yeah, absolutely. And I do love, I said to you when it's playing, it's, it's a great piece of music, but when it actually comes in with that chorus, if you like, it's probably not even a chorus, but of when they're singing Build Up, Tear It Down, you can imagine just being... You know, at Glastonbury, at festival, music blaring out, a few sides down, you're jumping up and down with the lads. You're facing the right way round this time. <laughs> I'm stood on my hands. <laughs> this was the fifth single to be released from uh, this album uh, uh, in the autumn of 1999. Uh, I remember this song. Do you, uh, do you ever watch the film Human Traffic? Uh, no, which would have been in the late 90s. And I know of it. I've not seen it, I don't think. Which was a really... I really enjoyed the film. It was all about clubbing, rave culture, mm. uh, about a group of young people uh, in... I think it was in Cardiff or somewhere in Wales. And it was um, really probably one of the most real depictions of what I believe young people at the time used to get up to. Mm, not you. Well, I would have been that age when it came out, but I was a bit more sensible. Not, not, um... But I enjoyed a lot of the dance music around at the time, and a lot of the tracks featured in that film, and this was one of them. I think it was over the end credits or opening credits. Mm. Don't quote me on that. Well, kind of just have. This is track six, 
and it's California, and that's spelled with a K. So California there, and I feel like now we are firmly in album, album track, track territory. territory, which is never a bad thing. Absolutely, and not. this track is great, but it's definitely an album track. Definitely, uh, we've gone through that run of singles, and I think the really well-known songs like "Fucking in Heaven." Oh, it did it again, "Fucking in Heaven," and um, "Build It Up, Tear It Down," which again, well-known through the, uh, the credits and the film you mentioned. But California with a K. Um, you know, not one I don't think that many would know unless they listened to the album in full. That said, I think it's a great track. I think it's very... Love the vocoded vocals, and I really like it. And it's a challenge for you now to not mention a certain TV programme. It's quite industrial, this song. Well, I just think it's more uh, futuristic. You failed the challenge. <laughs> so I think... Yeah, it's a great track. Uh, it's this is this is the big beat sound, isn't it? In yes. in its in its purest form here. Uh, and I think we've got some more of that to come. So next up, Soul Surfing. <laughs> So that was Soul Surfing, and it is. It reminds me a little bit of one of the a remix that uh, Fatboy Slim did. Uh, do you remember Renegade Master oh, by Wild yeah. Child? Yeah. If you don't, let's refresh your Actually, not not as close as I thought, but it was worth mentioning because I do enjoy the Fatboy Slim remix of that track, uh, and there's also a very much dan- a beat, big beat dance remix. Yes, and this uh, this song Soul Surfing, it has that big beat sound, but it is also I hear a real, and it's going to sound cliche because it's called Soul Surfing, but a real surf sound that you get from kind of those guitars. Similar to what we heard in the Rockefeller Skank, uh, probably the John Barry guitars. John um, Barryman guitars. John Barry. Oh, sorry. <laughs> so, yeah, and I think it's um, it's a track that's got many elements to it because as it goes on and it fades out, and again, you'll only hear 30 seconds, it becomes much more... Uh, so it becomes very distorted, doesn't it? And it's almost, you've got to be... I think with a lot of songs in this album, a lot of the album tracks particularly, you've got to be in the right frame of mind to really listen to it. It wouldn't be, you know, you wouldn't put it on to go to sleep, I don't think. But I use it to. I did an hour walk home from um, from the the other job I have. Uh, the corner shop. Yeah, outside of this, and I played this album on the way back, and it was fantastic, fantastic power walking music. Whilst uh, 
we I mentioned remixes briefly because um, we're not going to have a chance to go through all of them because there are so many great ones to call out. But as a kind of pre-bit of further listening, just some great Fatboy Slim remixes to check out. Uh, I See You Baby, Fatboy Slim remix of, by, for Groove Armada. Fatboy Slim remix of Get Up, Go Insane by Stretch and Vern. Uh, a brilliant one of Body Moving by Beastie Boys as well. Uh, Renegade Master was the one we played earlier uh, and King of Snake by Underworld a really good remix he did as well certainly got a really speci- certainly brings a very specific sound so track 8 yes and one uh, if I'm not mistaken quite true of you actually Will uh, you're not from Brighton <laughs> So Dan, you're right, I'm not from Brighton, mm. so I don't want to dwell on that for much longer. I'd love to take this moment to work a fantastic album artwork. I thought you might. Which, and can I just say, yeah. probably of all the album artworks in our 60 plus episodes, this might be the one I'm looking forward to the most. So let's just uh, talk about the elephant in the room. Um, <laughs> it's, there's a larger gentleman on the front of this album. Yes, yes. Um, and he's got what has now become an iconic t-shirt on. Uh, which says, I'm number one, so why try harder? He's looking very pleased with himself. Mm. He's smoking a cigarette. Oh, uh, that's and a shame. He's, he's let himself down there. Yeah. Uh, and he's let himself go there as well. Yeah, I don't think he's got the healthiest lifestyle, has he? At the same time, he looks kind of cool as well. And I do like the fact that it's kind of... It's not your average Joe on the front of an album. And it's a nice reminder that you can be who you want to be. Yeah. What a lovely way to think about that. Mm. And uh, I must mention the iconic, what is now the iconic Fatboy Slim logo. Yes, yeah, that's, that's left. stuck with him, hasn't it? Uh, and inevitably, uh, a sticker in the bottom right-hand corner. That logo, Fatboy Slim, is, is iconic, as you said. What's weird about that is that if you knew like a girl at school who would dot her eyes with a star or a heart, you'd think they were absolutely atrocious. But Fatboy Slim does it, and uh, it works. It's cool. Yeah. But I saw your uh, handwriting the other day, and uh, you put a little smiley face above all of your eyes. Well, I'm happy-go-lucky. <laughs> so, this song is by no means uh, a, a bad song or a terrible song. Uh, it's just a, a brilliant selection of singles uh, and some great music. Um, it's not, not the strongest song. Not as much to say about this one. So, probably a fantastic time to move on to the next one, which is uh, Stunner. It's Praise You. Well... What a monumental, absolute... I was going to say banger, but it's not really a banger, is it? It's more of a stunner. It's more... Uh, it's probably... Is this... Actually, yeah, question. Is this Is this potentially Fatboy Slim's best song? Oh, that's 
That's a very big ever. question. Mm. Best original song ever. And really, that's an even bigger question because can you call it an original with so many samples? And just talk us through the samples here, please. So we've got Take Your Praise by uh, Camille Yarbrough, which is the main sample. The most iconic piano sample is from a song called Balance and Rehearsal, which is not even by really an artist. It's a weird test thing. Um, it also features from It's a Small World, from uh, Disney World. A great song, an iconic video as well. I mean, this is, is, this, is this the ballad on the album? I think it is, actually. The video is the best video, actually. It's my favourite of the videos uh, from this album. It's the Torrance Community Dance Group, isn't it? Doing yes. their interpretative dance. Uh, was it in a shopping mall? With Spike Jones starring in it. Uh, and apparently, it only cost $800 to produce the video. Cheap as chips. That's how it should be done, isn't it? Mm. Keep the cost down. Yeah. More, more profit, especially when you're paying out so many samples. It was probably that was probably. Do you think that was cheaper than the Banana Rama video to stuff like that? No, I don't think anything was cheaper than that <laughs> in this world. We uh, loved it though. Also, this is a number one single. Ah, uh, and it won three awards: Breakthrough Video, Best Direction, and Best Choreography at the MTV Video Music Awards in 1999, just before the Millennium Bug. Which affected absolutely nothing no. after all that. Track number 10 now. Mm. And uh, the theme tune to a very popular ITV2 series. The Violent. So, Dan, if you thought we couldn't possibly get a track with more samples than six, there's seven samples in Goodness this track. Goodness me. Please tell me every single one. So, first of all, this, there's a sample of a previous Fatboy Slim track, Song for Lindy, uh, from 1996. Then you've got So Few Words by Archive. Contempo Strings Number 5 by Robert Ascot. Outsider by Definition of Sound. Shack Up by Banbra. Out of Hand by Bass Bin Twins, and Excuse Me by House Empire. Goodness me. Whew! More than you could shake a stick at. I know, but I love the I love the soundscape and the electronic vibe to that, which you haven't heard as much in some of the other tracks. It really does feel like one of the again, one of with the most samples in it, it does feel like one of the most simplistic tracks and one of the most um Cynthia tracks, if you'll what might I be saying? She'd love a crack on uh, Norman Cook. Mm. Or Woody. Say similar age. Yeah. And she'd have a go on Woody as well. Yeah. In fact, uh, which is what she calls one of her favourite toys. <laughs> Woody and Buzz. <laughs> but yeah, it does, it does feel less like, the, the to me anyway, to my untrained ear, it feels less like some of the real uh, massively sampled tracks and one of the most organically built, layered synth tracks. Uh, for that, I really love this one. Uh, of course, it's not actually the theme for Love Island. It came many years before. And to be honest, I wouldn't know either way because I don't watch that. Uh, load of rubbish. And yeah. I'm sorry if any of our listeners enjoy Love Island. Uh, obviously, life is made of many different uh, different pigs for different weeks. Time to move on now. Yeah, definitely. So we're on to the last track of the album. Uh, and this is uh, 
part of your Glastonbury shopping list and the quantity that you require. Acid 8000. someone at the door for you. Oh, I think I know who it is. I don't think I want to answer it. Peter, come in, Peter. It's open. We've got to let him in. It's petered out. Sadly, it has petered out a little bit, hasn't it? Which is a real shame because this album started with such a... It's, it's quite top-heavy, like, like the man on the cover, actually. <laughs> I'm sure he wouldn't mind me saying that. Uh, uh, it's certainly loaded the hits into the first half of the album. And again, this isn't this last track isn't a bad track. It's, it's very listenable. Um, there is a real bit of acid dance element to it as well, but I just think there are many stronger tracks on the album. I agree, yeah. Some great sounds, but um, even compared to Love Island from before, it just feels... I think this would be a great track if you had just had 8,000 spoonfuls of acid, or however people take it. I'm not au fait with the drug culture. Uh, two samples in this song. Mm. Just two to finish off with. So we've got Booty Mover by DJ Dion. And Crush by Frank Klepaki. Not Jennifer Page. No. <laughs> or uh, Jellyhead. Or Darren Hayes. <laughs> there we go. Uh, so, If you do know another song, uh, called, another artist who sang a song called Crush, do let us know. At Move to Trash UK. No, I can't think anymore. Uh, let's move on. So that was the last track on the album. But not the end of the episode. Further listening, so I think what we wanted to do for further listening was cast some more light on things that Norman Cook has done beyond his original work as Fatboy Slim. Uh, so the rules, you set very strict rules this week, actually, and I'm sure uh, Peter will agree with me, but we not under the Fatboy Slim moniker, is that correct? Yes, so... And... Uh, I believe you'd like to invite me to go second, is that right? Yes, I'd love, I'm really quite adamant of going first this week. Mm. So I'd like to go back to 1990. 1990? Uh, yeah. Wow. Uh, to uh, a project that Norman Cook was involved with, um, founded actually, Beats International. Uh, and this was, uh, he also worked with people like Lindy Layton, Billy Bragg, Double Trouble, Captain Sensible. Um, a real collective work uh, but he was the founder of it and for me one of the best things he's ever done is this track and it has to be for further listening today here on Track by Track Trash Music Podcast this can only be Dub Be Good To Me And you're listening to the boys from the big London city. This is Track by Track. Yes, and this was a number one hit single uh, in January 1990. Um, it's a great, it's a hip hop song. What a great sound. 
but a really commercial hip hop song. I don't mean that in a negative way. I mean that you could hear this on a pub jukebox, I think, and a lot of people would know this song. And people who might not necessarily call themselves hip hop fans, it's just one that is in the public conscious, I think. Can you remember how this song starts? What's the, what are the lyrics? Uh, well, over to you for that. Tank, fly, boss, walk, jam, nitty gritty. You're listening to the boy from the big bad city. This is jam hot. This is jam hot. Is that like uh, when you get a fresh jam roly poly out of the oven? Ooh, lovely. Real treat. Dripping custard. Great song. And of course, it is a cover of Just Be Good To Me um, by the SOS band and featuring uh, the bass line from The Clash's The Gunners of Brixton. Now, this, didn't, this arrived not long after the House Martins parted ways. As we mentioned right at the beginning of the episode, uh, Norman Cook was a member and he was the bass player. So I like to think that that's what he brought to this, along, I'm sure, with many other things. Dan, what have you got for further listening today? Uh, so I've gone for a track that Norman Cook remixed. And I say Norman Cook and not Fatboy Slim. Uh, the song is by a band called Corner Shop, and it's called... Of course, it, we haven't talked about it yet, but it's just such a big one. Well, or, or we, you mentioned it earlier, and we had to edit it out because you spoiled my further listening choice. No, that, that didn't happen. No? That's quite slanderous. Because I'd have been f***ing disappointed if it did happen. So here's Brimful of Asher. Such a huge hit in 1998, but originally released in 1997 without the Norman Cook remix. And this, that it was the remix that certainly made it a hit. And you could not swing a cat in a corner shop back in '98 without hearing this song somewhere on the radio or on the TV. And that iconic line: "Everybody needs a bosom for a pillow." I don't 100% agree with that, but. <laughs> Um, and just, I had a look at the songs that were number one around that in 1998. So it knocked off Celine Dion's My Heart Will Go On. Good. Um, but it was knocked off the top spot a week later by Madonna's Frozen. Oh, wow. A worthy successor. He was then knocked off the top spot by Celine Dion's My Heart Will Go On. Oh, God. <laughs> um, so uh, it, yeah, her heart did go on. But yes, a fantastic song. Uh, the original is great, but this remix really just does just give it a new lease of life. Take into account some of those sort of Indian influences, there's some sitar in there. Um, but, uh, but it does feel quite indie, sort of 90s indie rock as well. So Dan, I know we're rapidly running out of wine and time today. Uh, and I think we, there, we do want to talk more about Fatboy Sim in the future because there's loads of great music still to talk about. But I personally... I'm annoyed. I didn't get to mention in more detail. Uh, Magic Carpet Ride by the Mighty Dubcats. Oh. Which is him, which is a huge Ibiza anthem, you might say. Pretty lovely if we could just hear a snippet of it now. (laughs) 
yes, thank you for that, Dan. I did say we hadn't got time to talk about that. So there's no time to mention anything else now. Right. Um, but we will come back to talk about Fat Wisdom and his wonderful array of uh, floral and Hawaiian shirts as well. Yeah. Well, next year marks 20 years of halfway between the gutter and the stars. So I'd love to talk about that. I'd love to talk to you about Bird of Prey. Oh, that's my favourite. And Weapon of Choice. Demons. Yes. Star 69. Oh, we're not done, are we? Well, with Star 69, you have to get your bleep machine out again because of that lyric. They know what is what, but they don't know what is what. They just strut. What the f***? We're out of wine. (laughs) So, let us know what you thought. This this episode was a bit of a curveball, wasn't it, really? Um... You know, we, we often do tread on the poppy side of things, but here we are doing Fatboy Slim. Let us know what you thought. I'd like to think we brought our own spin to Fatboy Slim. Mm. Yes. And I hope he doesn't mind us doing that. I'm sure he won't. So uh, let us know on Twitter, at Move to Trash UK, hashtag Track by Track. If you've enjoyed this episode, please do subscribe and Apple Podcasts. And if you'd love to give us a rating and a comment on uh, Apple Podcasts, it's absolutely lovely, yeah, isn't it? real... A real treat, actually, that would be. Dan, can you give us a hint of a tease as to who's coming up next? Sure. So next week, we've got one of the most successful British artists of all time with probably his least successful album ever. Oh, well, talk about building us, uh, taking us down to take us back up again. Or building you up to tear you down, you could say. Uh, But I'd like to think with this artist that, um, although it's his least commercially successful, it's his most... uh, Track by trackable album. Absolutely. And there's going to be lots to talk about next week. Do not worry about that. So, until next time, I've been Dan And I've been Will King Warren. Goodbye. Tank fly, boss walk, jam, nitty gritty. You're listening to the boy from the big bad city.